Hi, and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host, Louise Clark, a certified parent coach and mum to three teenagers. Trust me, I know just how hard being a parent can be. There are times when it can all become a bit too much and leave us feeling at our wits end. Sometimes we need some advice, a fresh perspective and a little bit of help. That's why I'm here and why I do what I do. And that's why I created this Parenting in the Thick of It podcast. Welcome to episode 42. And today is Friday and Friday Friday is my audio blog day. So with that, I'm going to read to you the blog post I posted last Monday. And it's the second part of a blog post series on boundaries. Do you struggle to set effective boundaries around screen time? Whatever you do, you can't seem to get it right. You know you should be able to set effective boundaries and hold the limits around screen time and other things too. But as hard as you try, more often than not, the boundary you set is effective. Ineffective. You say yes when you know you should say no. You say no when and wonder why you did. The pushback you get from your child causes you to either cave or put your foot down way too hard. You don't listen to what it is you really need and don't respect yourself for not giving yourself what you need or giving your child what you know they need. Another battle caught in a spiral. Your inability to set healthy boundaries makes you feel like your child takes advantage of you and you feel like a disrespected doormat. Yes, I hear you. I know what this feels like. I felt this way for a long time, but no longer. And I'm going to share with you how I changed it. This six step process will show you exactly what you need to do. In the first blog post in this series titled How to Set Extraordinarily Effective Boundaries Around Screen Time, I discussed the relationship between boundaries and respect. If you haven't read it or heard it, I suggest you read it before going any further. Step one, going beneath the surface. Having read this first blog post, hopefully you will now have a better understanding of the relationship between boundaries and respect and the impact of it on your ability to set boundaries and hold the limits. It is pivotal to you being able to bring about change because it it is this that is wreaking havoc with your ability to set healthy boundaries. Remember the cycle. One, you're not setting effective boundaries and holding the limits. Two, you find yourself frustrated, impatient and tired. Three, you blame your kids for not listening to you and respecting you and project your frustration and anger onto them for it. You feel disrespected by your kids. You look to your kids for the respect that you're not giving yourself and they don't give it to you either. You're not listening to yourself, respecting yourself or meeting your own needs. You have even less respect in your tank. With less respect, you are less able to set the boundary, you become more frustrated, impatient and tired, and you get caught in the cycle. Step two, understanding why you need boundaries. You need boundaries for two reasons. One, to protect what you value and need, and two, to connect you to those needs. It is in the setting of a boundary that you meet and honour your own basic needs. Self-respect, self-love, self-compassion, self-appreciation, self-care, self-worth, self-everything. And protect what you value. And that includes meeting your child's needs because you value that. The problem is we tend to only associate boundaries with rules and teaching and miss the most important reason for why we have to set them. 
It is not just your children who need to be heard, seen and validated and feel they matter and are worthy. You do too. And by setting boundaries, you give and show yourself all of it. Respect, gratitude, validation, appreciation and compassion. And through your boundaries, allow yourself to feel heard, be seen and feel worthy. Setting boundaries is therefore one of the highest levels of respect you can show for yourself. Step three, understanding why your children need them. Children need boundaries for exactly the same reasons as we do, plus the following. To learn to live within them, to learn to tolerate frustration, to learn to delay gratification, to learn that the world does not revolve around them, to learn to tolerate the normal give and take of life. Boundaries offer more than just containment. They offer safety, security and comfort for our children. They also help children know in advance of what to expect. Without boundaries, children are lost. Boundaries almost act like a GPS system for children. As such, we need to set boundaries for our children until they can learn to set them for themselves. We have to do it to make sure they get what they need. Could be sleep, healthy fresh food, a shower, manners if that's important to you, to be on time, to learn to be organised, eat regularly, play, time away from screens, time in nature, wild, unstructured, unscheduled play, time to be bored, be creative, time to ponder and simply be, and more. It will also depend on what you value for them. The super import other important thing is this, we need to role model our own healthy boundary setting to teach our children to be able to do the same for themselves, to show them how to value, respect, honour themselves and protect what they need. Step four, learning to separate your feelings from the behaviour. Dr. Shafali Sabari, the author of The Awakened Family, believes that an inherent part of our struggle to set healthy boundaries is because we fail to separate our feelings from the other person's behaviour. In other words, we allow ourselves to feel a certain way based on the behaviour of others. This causes us to be triggered and it is that feeling that causes us to struggle to set the boundary, take respect. When you allow yourself to feel disrespected by your child's behaviour, it becomes impossible to set an effective boundary or hold the limit. When you are emotional, you react in more primal ways. That reflex, fight, flight or freeze, hardwired reaction. And find that it becomes hard or next to impossible to remain cool, calm and collected. We have to be able to separate our feeling from their behaviour. I love you. I do not love that behaviour. When we mix the two, we end up in toxic patterns that only serve to disconnect us from each other. Because after all is said and done, boundaries, when healthy, help to connect us, not disconnect us. Step five, deconstructing your underlying fears. We often have all sorts of skewed beliefs and fears around what someone will think of us if we say no. And believe it or not, we inherit some of this from our generations before us. We worry that our child might not like us or accept us. We don't want our child to think we are mean and worry that if we say no, he or she will reject us or worse still, not love us. When our sense of self becomes caught up and mired in saying yes, a boundary that forces us to say no becomes too hard for us to do as it undermines and contradicts who it is we are and what we actually value.
The problem, therefore, often lies in our not wanting to upset the other, not look like we are being mean, and not wanting to hurt the feelings of another and have them not like us as a result of saying no. So what do we do? We say yes. And in saying yes, we avoid it all. But at what cost? When we say yes to the things we know we should be saying no to, it creates dis-ease within us. We know that we're not being true to ourselves and what we value. Let's look at the example I mentioned in the first blog last week in this Boundary series. Remember, Ella's mum was on her phone, distracted, she was working and texting friends, and realised that her eight-year-old had been on her iPad for an hour and a half. Ella, you know you've been on your iPad for an hour and a half, you know we decided that you're only allowed 45 minutes on it. Why are you still on it? She shouts to her daughter from her office. Ella ignored her. She said it again, this time with more frustration. In the meantime, she sent a couple more texts to her friend. Mom, please, I'm in the middle of a game. If I stop now, I'll lose all my points, Ella shouted back. Put it off now, shouts her mum as she marches from her office to the living room. Mom, you're horrible. I hate you. You're so mean, Ella wails as her mum grabs the iPad from her. You are being so disrespectful of me right now. That's it. No more iPad this week. Give it to me now, she tells her. Sound familiar? Same old? Like a stuck record, right? On and on you go. Can't get off the mouse wheel, feeling frustrated, disrespect, disrespected and not heard. The reality is that this mum knows that her daughter should not spend this amount of time on her iPad. Time off is what she values. As such, she feels guilty for not having helped Ella manage the time limit more effectively. After all, she's only eight. To complicate this further, in the back of her mind, she hates saying no to Ella because she fears that Ella will not like her and hate her for it. Look what Ella said to her. She confirmed her deepest fear. She finds herself caught between not wanting to stop Ella doing something she knows she loves, the fact that she knows too much time is is not good for Ella, Ella's developing brain, being seen as me, being mean, and having to buy herself more time to work. She let her feelings come become caught up in it all, and she failed to separate her own feelings from Ella's behaviour and her own. The result? Ella mirrors her mum's lack of disrespect for not holding the limit right back at her. Her mum complains about being disrespected, all as a result of a boundary violation. Now she's totally disconnected from Ella and she feels awful. The whole situation flew in the face of her values and beliefs and left her feeling worn out and exhausted. It created dis-ease within her. I've worked with many parents over the years on finding solutions to struggles just like this. If you find yourself nodding your head saying, yep, that's me, when you hear this, I can help you and in the blog download on my website under blogs yourparentingpartner.com you will find uh, embedded in the blog a boundaries guide and workbook. This will help you take the next step you need to take. Step six, tying it all together. Until this mum can see that El it's not Ella who causes her to feel disrespected, frustrated, impatient and overwhelmed but instead herself 
as a result of her not being able to set an effective boundary and hold the limits that were decided upon. Nothing will change. Did you ever read the blog post I wrote on how to be an unabashedly badass mum? In the context of boundaries, it's absolutely what you have to do. If you forget or unsure what that means, unabashedly is relentless and unapologetic in your determination to per persevere. Badass, to never doubt your awesomeness, be authentic in everything you do and have an unfaltering belief in yourself, in your capacity and capability to do anything to commit to and be prepared to put in the effort needed to pull something off, to embrace and step up to what is required to get the job done, to trust in yourself and your ability to take profound responsibility for the part you play in your life. Reality check. You have to be so fully committed to making sure you meet your needs and to do that you have to be unabashedly badass at setting boundaries and kick ass at holding limits. When I finally saw boundaries in this light and fully understood just how important a role they play and what doing them well did to transform my life and role as a parent, I became much more inspired and motivated to really turn things around. This was the impetus I needed to really change things. It has been so powerful for me that I wanted to share it with you so that you can experience it too. Do let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. I hope you found this audio version of the blog post valuable. If you like listening to the blogs, let me know because I can read many other blogs. I've got 120 blogs posted on my website, www.yourparentingpartner.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it on your social media platforms. I'd love to see other people out there get this, this much needed wisdom around boundaries. Boundaries are it, guys. It's what we have to be better at doing. You can always find me on Your Parenting Partner. And if you like watching videos, check out my YouTube channel, The Parenting in the Thick of It Show. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. And I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.